Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, a podcast about movies and friendship. We are deep into season five, Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse, a year-long movie-watching game that we are playing and will try to explain again at some point later in the episode. We are just four preferred customers hanging out together, talking about our movie game all year. I am your host, Alex Falcone, recording, as always, from beautiful North Koreatown, Los Angeles. I'm joined today by an excellent panel. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2. He's in Southeast Portland. We met last week on a routine installation, but I feel like I've known him my whole life. It's Anthony Lopez. You might recognize this song is performed by Jefferson Airplane in a little documentary <laughs> called Gimme Shelter about the Rolling Stones and their nightmare at Altamont. That night, the Oakland chaplain chapter of the Hells Angels had their way. Tonight, it's my turn. <laughs> Hey, it's great to be here. That was uh, such a solid karaoke performance. Mm, and it kind of made yep. me feel like it would be worthwhile to learn that song and that mm. quote in mm. case I ever get roped yeah. into karaoke you ever, again. You ever have those lines in movies that aren't like necessarily funny, but for some reason they just stick in your head and like to you, they're very, very funny. I mean, that's to what me, this whole movie is to me. I, that, I figure, found out. That, that, little, that monologue, that little speech... Uh, I put it up there with like, you know, in Wayne's World when they meet Alice Cooper and he's like, "How do you like Milwaukee?" He's like, "Ah, oh, Milwaukee, El Gawkwin for the good land." Yeah. <laughs> it's to me, it's like these two lines have just lived in my brain since the early '90s. I can't get them out. They live there. I'm very happy they're there. But this yeah, is- this line is up there. It's just a very, very funny line. I realized that this movie was one of those that like my high school crew quoted incessantly without me even knowing what it was from at some point. Mm. I've lost track of what it was from. But like I had so many hundreds of messages on my voicemail as a kid that were like, I just wanted to hang out. No big deal. Like just all the time. Shit. Just that as a message. That's yeah. to me the funniest one. It's the last one. Just, oh, shit. <laughs> the thing, you know. um, to introduce you to the rest of the panel, for, uh, next up, he's the co-host of the Old Gamers Almanac podcast from the woods of Brooklyn. He has no vision. It's kind of like working with Mr. Magoo on the show, but in those hair plugs, it's Hunter Donaldson. Hair plugs. Hey, smoking. <laughs> it's a different... It's a different no, movie. No, I got it. Somebody okay. stop me. <laughs> the same, I got the same it. different. I thought you different. were about to say you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world. <laughs> well, you do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Smoke <laughs> Also rounding out the panel, he's in Northern California, and he's having a super time. He's changing, and you're just going to have to learn to live with it. It's Ezra Fox. <laughs> uh-huh. I... This movie made me sad. I don't. I'm, I'm, I don't pass. Pass. And I was ready. <laughs> I was ready. I was worried from yeah. your your chatter on, on our Discord before this, and then I rewatched, and I was like, "Nope, Ezra was just in the wrong mood that day. It's not. Yeah. It's not the movie's fault. Mm-hmm. Ezra is wrong." Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven like, years, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly uh, just, yeah, America's in the wrong mood for this movie. The movie's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this, this, that's like literally how you describe a cult movie. That's what yeah. this is. Is the world was America was not in the mood for it, and then in hindsight, people were like, "Wow, there's some really interesting stuff going on here." Well, um, cults are bad, just so you know. Cults yeah, are not great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the takeaway from cults is not that yay cults. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Um, I think these are a little different, but anyway, before uh, we start talking about the movie, I'd like to thank all of our fabulous meat buddies. But I especially want to thank Bill from Portland, who we'll hear more from later. If you'd like to join 
everyone who has helped keep the show going. You can go to metreon.com. Great news. Uh, April is over. It's May, which means double guilt month. So if you have not donated to the show previously, when you do now, you have to feel extra guilty for taking this long. 200% as guilty as you would have last previously. Yeah, wow. guys, if, if I'm feeling a little low energy, it's because I haven't been able to afford food recently. So it's, you yeah. know, I've just been really tight here. So, you know. Yeah, it's... we we had to eat my parents to make this yeah. happen. Yeah, we were so, not for food, yeah. but for like podcast hosting. Yeah, right. I, I hope when we post Talk the YouTube, about... people will see my eye reaction on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, I want to talk about that in a second. So, anyway, Metreon.com. We really appreciate everybody who supports the show. Feel guilty. Um, so, segment one today is the news. And before we talk about the news, news, I wanted to do a little bit of um, personal, like our show news, which is what Ezra just mentioned, which is we posted the episode on YouTube last week. It's a thing we're experimenting with. We've got some visual components. This new now. thing called YouTube. If you mm. well, they are YouTube is moving into more podcasting, and so we were like, let's Podcast get in on, in, in on not the ground floor, but we also yeah, had we it all, posted on Facebook, and then they were like, three months later, they were like, we, we don't do p- podcasts anymore, please leave. Um, <laughs> we, we, we all we have to make it. um stupid faces for the thumbnail, so let's do that real fast, you guys. Yeah, let's do a thumbnail face, everybody. There we go. Good radio. That's pretty solid. Good, good, good. good, good, good. That was really good. Um, you, you can get all of that yeah. if you go to uh, youtube.com slash Alex Falcone. Um, a couple of comments from last week that I wanted to share with you guys. First of all, Elzfi um, uh, says, I just realized that I've never seen Hunter before. So it's nice to finally put a face Whoa. to the voice that I've heard for so many years. Because we've uh, the others of us have had more faces around on the show over the years. But because our logo was a cartoon of a shark in a TV, we don't people don't know what you look like, bud. So, yeah. And now they do. Now you can see me. Now you're looking right at me, YouTube. Have you gotten an impression, Hunter? If people like, do people think you look like you're supposed to? Um, you know, I think people think I'm a lot hotter. You know? Oh, do I they? Think oh. Generally, so yeah. Your voice. People, people hear my you got a hot voice. Yeah. Silky, sexy, hot voice. Can I? Can I? I don't. I don't, don't want to make this too weird, but I would say I think you are a good-looking dude, and your voice is not as hot. Hey. I think you're Whoa, actually hey, over you your voice. Whoa, hey. Hot face, Whoa. not your voice? Yeah, hot Alex. face, weird voice. That's how I would describe Calm you. Calm down. You're married, Alex. Please. <laughs> Calm down. Okay. We're yeah, friends, yeah. Alex. We're just, just friends. I know. I know. I think as friends, I just want to tell you Hot yeah. face, bad voice. Wait, yeah. yeah. I mean, your voice is like an, <laughs> it's like an earwolf eight, but an NPR six. You know what I mean? Oh it God. is that classic. That, yeah. Would, would everyone rather have a hot voice or a hot face? I'm curious. A yeah. Quick poll. Face. Uh, what are you talking oh, about? Definitely a hot face. You can money. It's <laughs> yeah, money. money. money Famous. From the face. People are nice to you. I feel like what I'm hearing is that I have a face for modeling. You do. Yeah. You have, you have, no, you have a voice for modeling. Yeah. Voice you have yeah. A, a voice okay. for standing no, that's, silently that's in how it would go. Yeah. There's got to be nothing worse than being like, you know, not great looking, but having a very sexy voice and like. Every time you go to order something in line, like people turn around, like who's this hot guy? And just oh, <laughs> right, this guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely some benefits to that switch. It's, I like that a lot. Look, it's yeah. easier to change your voice, though, right? There are people that, right? Like you don't need yes. surgery. To, 
It's right. easy. <laughs> See, yeah. great. We got, we got a lot of singing here. The rain the in Spain. Sexy voice. <laughs> yeah, so you could go to voice classes for cheaper than you could get surgery to be hot. Um, and I think they go wrong less often. Yeah. But, well, actually, we watched, voice we watched classes. In, we watched... <laughs> We watched Singing in the Rain in the, for this show a few a couple years back, and they that there's like one of the main characters is like good face, bad voice, and you can just mm-hmm. dump her voice. Right. Whereas it's hard to be like, man, you're so hot, uh, voice, but we're gonna have to hire another actor to be in front of the camera. That's what the, the money face is. part. Yeah, yeah, the face yeah. part's better. Yeah, more useful yeah. certainly. The voice. I mean, if I, like I would prefer to have one or the other if that's an option. Oh, just you don't yeah. always want medium both. Yeah, 0 for 2 is not what I was going for. Yeah, uh, double not threatening. Is that what that's called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a zero threat, yeah. A zero threat. Um, yeah, not a threat is how I am frequently referred to. Um, uh, one other comment from the YouTube channel. We, you can comment on the episode page on our website, uh, but uh, people don't always... <laughs> just doing a visual joke? No, you weren't even supposed to call attention to it. That's just supposed to be for the YouTube. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah cool, cool. Anyway, I'm uh, do stuff like that now. it is a little easier to comment on YouTube. Uh, so we did get one comment on there that, about the episode last week from Claire, which said, uh, my favorite part about last week's episode is when Alex struggles to come up with an industry that wouldn't need a fixer and comes up with recycling. And then Claire goes on to list a lot of reasons why recycling industry would definitely need a fixer. Mm-hmm. Um and I have had a week now to think about it, and I have not come up with a better... Help me out with this as a group. There's got to be an industry where a fixer would be the most bored. Because, hmm. like, you know, the recycling industry is up to some bad, hmm. bad shit yeah. behind the scenes. Um, yeah. Okay. I think being a fixer for, like, a highly efficient and well-run criminal organization might be a little bit boring. Right? Because as a fixer, well, you need messes to clean up. Right. The ship is too tightly run, you know? Yeah. Well, like, you, you didn't even have to add criminal to that. Just a really well-run organization where nothing hard, needs though. fixing. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I would well, also chip in. I, I like that. I say that you only have to fix things if your people expect you to do well as well. Yeah. Right? So if it's, yeah. like, it's oh. a clear, like, they're dirty and everyone knows it and it's a failure. Like, I think you don't have to actually fix that. Right. If a group right. is like a real mess, that a company is just like just an absolute shit show. No, no one's like, bother, well, this yeah. fixer come in here and fix. You'd be like, where do I start? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I feel like, though, that's kind of a cop out, though, because you're basically just saying like they're just there's some people that don't care about having this is a, right. a fixer. For and this was something. This, is, this is the industry, not a company. Yeah. So the bad or, or well run or terribly run companies in any yeah. industry might not need it. But what's yeah. an industry where the fixer, regardless, very little to do? Cookies? What about like yoga? What about like a yoga <laughs> a yoga fixer? fixer? Uh, yeah. there, 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 are, there are yoga scandals. I mean, like if like well, certainly, yeah, there, are, yeah, there's there's there was a whole bunch. Is of them. there whole... anything untouched by scandal? Yeah. If men work in the company, no, yeah. um, is one of the lessons. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess yes, yeah, so you, you'd have to have a fixer to like cover up the creep, but also like people hurt themselves doing yoga all the time. You do mm. hot yoga, you stretch oh for when you're God. able to. Then you and, got like a massage fixer. And like a main thing, like a fixer in a yoga is going to be like, hey, you know, we double booked this space. You need to go and grease some palms, get right. us a proper space. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, company, gotta... we ordered 12 mats, but only six showed mm. up. You have three hours to get the other six, you know, like. All right. So I've solved it. Gonna the, be only industry, the only industry that does not need a fixer in house is. Is if it was a like fixer. Fiverr.com for fixers, 
where you were just like, if you Whoa. were like on call fixers, you'd be <laughs> oops, like, all fixers, oops, all fixers. Exactly. You wouldn't need to hire a fixer internally because that's what everyone's doing already. So you Whoa. wouldn't need a separate one. Because yeah, otherwise, every industry, fixer. someone is going to do You'd something You'd have to hire wrong. a breaker. <laughs> right? I'm going to put my application in. <laughs> that is a job. <laughs> You're making great faces, Hunter. Um, I'm working yeah, on that's it. That's a heck of a job. Okay, last, the other thing I want to talk about in the news, that's, that's YouTube. You can go to youtube.com slash Alex Falcone. Um, I said YouTube. You know what I meant. Um, YouTube. <laughs> is that taken? You know we should get that. <laughs> oh, we should get YouTube. Yeah, I'm please. confident Google thought please. to buy YouTube.com. Ah, come on. Ooh, it doesn't redirect. <gasps> YouTube. <laughs> There's no way we can get YouTube.com. Well, you don't want to uh, negotiate it. Make sure you get YouTube because I already own YouTube. <laughs> oh, um, sure. And course. that's a very different site as well. You know? <laughs> that was just for Twitter enthusiasts. Yeah. That's just for your local. It's a way to find local tug of war uh, pickup games to participate in. I thought we yeah. were all able to do nice jokes. War. Now that they can he- they can see our faces, we have to do just nice boy uh, jokes. These are taken, okay. man. These are all taken. Of course, they're taken. There's just no way. Well, you can I'm get YouTube.tech. Time to pay the broker service fee. I'm going to see if I can get YouTube. What, what about you.tub? Oh. What about that? .gov. Yeah, how would someone fat finger this? How about yo tube? Yo tube. Yo tube. Yeah, I'm sure people. I just everything. <laughs> if they did not buy everything within a hundred letters, they're stupid. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to talk about. So you can go to YouTube, youtube.com uh, <laughs> slash Alex Falcone. You can see our episodes. We'll do that again this week, assuming the tech works out. And you can just you, know, you can still just listen to it, put it on in the background, or you can uh, watch our faces while we're talking. Yes, Ezra, your hand is up. I got one. I got mm-hmm. YouTube. You just need. Three U's for the U, and then you got two U's for the tube. Y O U U U. YouTube.com, five total U's. Don't yeah. confuse which one it's because we're not going to do the three U's, two U's. That's too complicated. We only own the one. Yeah. And then we're not then, buying this, by the way. This can, joke is not worth $8. No, no, no. No, buy it. We'll pull all the videos off your YouTube channel, Alex. That way we can host them ourselves. We have to build our own web player. Okay? YouTube. Yeah, we got yeah. to be preemptive for when you get the, you know, the ban hammer dropped on you. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to make sure. This will be my truth social is YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the spookiest tube. Okay. Also, really quick, before we move on to the movie, Ezra, you wanted to say that you watched The Batman this I week. I did. I watched The Batman uh, with uh, with my dad. Uh, and it, it was cool. The way the schedule worked out, it was a, it was a uh, at-home uh, uh, matinee showing um, of The Batman. Uh, so, yeah. Starting at like 9.30 in the morning, we got to see you know, this dark, <laughs> gritty uh, Batman. Which super was all- super uh, matinee. Uh, I don't even yeah. know if that counts as a matinee. It's yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it was free, but if we hadn't been free on on HBO, we would have maybe gotten like that first movie of the day uh, price, yeah. which would have also. Been I've never yeah, gone to first movie also- of the day. I've never gone to a morning movie in oh, theaters. That's oh, you, do you still get popcorn. Yeah, popcorn, you want. soda. Get this place basically all to yourself. I like all um, myself for sure. That's yeah. Fun. I like Alex uh, as you could only watch it at this time because, like Bruce Wayne, you have a very busy night schedule. So <laughs> that's, the morning, that's exactly right. It's really the only time you know you get into kicking ass all night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, d- did you feel like when you were watching the Batman that it should have had more verses? Do you think it would have been better if verses? he went into multiverses as uh, a Batman? Oh. I see. 
Alex, you were confusing with how you brought that up. I know it sounded like poetry, know. but no, yes. like, uh, do you think it needed? I thought you meant like Batman versus Superman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I thought you were like did Batman he need versus the... Superman versus Jake Paul, the multiverse. Whoa, there's multiple Paul. verses. <laughs> Doesn't he fight? Yeah, he he mm. is a fighter he's of sorts now. Yeah, I, I, he's a Renaissance man. He's known for many <laughs> I things. I do of suppose sorts. Batman and Superman would probably win in that case. One of them I is richer, and the other one is an alien. God. I would hope. I bet Batman would be a better YouTuber than Jake Paul. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get, get Batman on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Paul Smash got on YouTube. Like <laughs> no, it's the subscribe button. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Every use, three use all over the website. Yeah. Very upsetting. People are gonna love it, and it's gonna be worth the money and the loss of traffic. <laughs> Welcome uh, back to my channel. Um, Today I'm yeah. talking about how to get your cowl clean. Whoa, <laughs> you got good. those dirty cowls. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he's gonna do. Um, Welcome to keep maintenance. All right. Anyway, I know um, I, 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 I like this Batman. It was a good Batman. Um, very batty, very manny. Um, very well made movie. It's yes. very um the the cinematographer is the same guy who did Dune and like Rogue One and a bunch of other stuff. He is quickly rising up my ranks as like a cinematographer I always look forward to, especially like this and Dune within the same year. It's a yeah. very impressive two very, very well shot movies. Um yeah, I like this movie. I like that movie quite a bit. I thought it was a nice fun sit. And and really for like a very a, a long movie with a lot of verses, very well paced, I would say. Yeah, um, yes. right. Like it's actually like it does really like go by very 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 quickly on the whole. And yeah, just, and just it's a lot of fun. It is, you know, like there are a lot of superhero movies, obviously, but I feel like no, very there's not. Few of them, there's yeah, not there's enough. Be more. Not there's not enough. But, but very few of them, I feel like there's any like like I, as I said, like I really like. Um, I watch all the MCU movies. I like them. I don't necessarily think they're like they're the prettiest movies. They're kind of they're all very sort of house look. They don't do a lot with like style. Uh, I really enjoy this one visually. I mean, I think this one, especially there's a scene at the end involving like a flare. Um, that's like yeah. one of my favorite shots in comic book movie history. Just like it's a beautiful shot, but it also like visually sums up the entire theme and like yeah. the point of this story in a very it's just you don't get that a lot especially like even like chris nolan a filmmaker i really like he doesn't use like visual metaphors in his movies mm -hmm. he's a very much just like put the camera and shoot it like he doesn't compose like compose the most like interesting frames uh but yeah i really like matt reeves's work here i'm excited for whatever they do next i the, the main thing about this movie that's important is they're finally pronouncing falcone correctly that's good. Yeah. I'm really relieved about I that. Know for good Falcone language there. Yeah. I know I was really concerned about that. <laughs> um, you know what's great is I was recently replaced myself with a version of myself from a universe where I really like all superhero movies. So I'm pretty good now. <laughs> <laughs> it was I was concerned and then hey, a you not like opened. superhero movies? Um I'm other just universe like, you. I'm 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 uh the other universe me fatigued. Uh, I okay, would describe good. it as uh, fatigue. Mm. I saw a trailer for that new Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's at it again, and this time he's in a bed, and he's not wearing a shirt, and I'm going to go see it just for that part. I just want to yeah. see 
Good looking I, dude. I just saw, I I saw like I saw the trailer and I said out loud in the theater. I said I haven't seen his torso. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, I said that out loud. You can, you can get that on our YouTube also though. Right? <laughs> um, anything you you anything you just you're familiar with but actually haven't seen in person, it's there. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Mr. Skins, but only for Benedict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> yeah just, just the one skin. Yeah, yeah just the one skin. Uh, whatever you want to see. What I what I wonder is because I I think he's got a great voice. Does he have the torso to match? Mm. I don't know. I I I'd want to imagine on the day that they were like, you know what? You should take your shirt off. You're lying in bed. You should yeah. be you shirtless. And he's like, really? You mm. think I should? And everyone's looking around like, I don't know. And then they just did it. You know, he's very That's, tall, right? Isn't he like six foot nineteen or something? It's hard to tell in the movies because they yeah, have them okay. flying around half the time. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Hands, sure. most of the movie. Okay, yeah, well, we got to move on. This has been six, fun. Zero. Zero oh. different than 19. Hey, we're the same height. We could high five Ooh. without raising or lowering our arms. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about our movie. <laughs> move game. them forward because that's what we're here for. You just glide into a, a five. We yeah, five just, a, just a slow five. We've got the same glide. wingspan, him and me. All right, we're going to talk about Whoa. a movie. One second. Have you guys ever. Sorry, go Before ahead, we get to the movie, I just have you guys yeah. speaking of Benedict Cumberbatch. I always, I feel like this is something that always got to come up when we talk about the man. Have you guys ever seen the behind the scenes footage of him doing mocap for Smog? Yeah, in I think the Hobbit movies. To us. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know if I have. Um, it was good. So okay, so he he really wanted to get in on that Andy Circus like yeah. mocap stuff, but he's playing a giant dragon, and they were like. Um, we you can't mocap the dragon, and he was like, "Well, I want to do it anyway." Yeah, uh, and they were like, "Sure." Uh, yeah. so yeah, there's a bunch of great scenes of him in a tight suit crawling around on his stomach, pretending right. to be a dragon, saying That's the lines. Pretty funny. They didn't use yeah, yeah. any of it because right, right, they couldn't. Yeah. But I mean, they used his audio, but they didn't use any of his performance because. And He's I not a fucking took, dragon. I bet it took uh, all day, all day yeah, to get all the day. rig on him. And the guy's just like, we can't use this. You know we can't use this. And but he's, <laughs> but the thing about Benedict Cumberbatch, he acts better if you cover him in ping pong balls. Oh, yeah. yeah. I That's mean, a, Doctor, he, Doctor Strange is proof, basically. Yeah, you need to put wild. a lot of dots on his I've face. This, now. this is wild, everyone. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can also find that on YouTube. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to talk about our movie now. Um, this is segment two. The game, as you know, we're playing a year-long movie game where each of us picks a movie, and we try to direct the show each week by going one actor in common with another movie until we can get it to our movie to score points. This week, we are watching one of my point-scoring movies. This is The Cable Guy. This is my original pick wow. for a movie to watch. Why did I pick this? I don't remember. I was in a hurry. Um Picking movies is the hardest part of the show for me. Um, but it, it is a movie that I had wa had watched as a teenager that was like, even then, it was like, after it had been, like, people were like, people didn't like it, but we liked it, is how it felt. Um, mm -hmm. I also, uh, uh, I liked Freddy Got Fingered the same way, where it was like, mm. we really enjoyed this, but other, like, it was like a, this is like a $1.99 movie bin mm. at, at Walmart that other pe people didn't think was cool mm. that we really liked. And, uh, so I was interested in reevaluating it. So this is the 1996 American black comedy film directed by Ben Stiller and written by Lou Holtz Jr. Produced by Judd Apatow. And Whoa. also on, on the Ryan thing, Judd Apatow uh, lost a arbitration yeah, to get a Ryan to say that it was his movie. Mm -hmm. and they, yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah, because apparently this was like Lou Holtz wrote like a really silly, annoying friend comedy. There was a bidding war, sold it for a million dollars. And then they were like, 
we're gonna make it a different movie. And, well, and they also wanted baby. Chris Farley why as well. Why is the industry like this? Yeah. Why, if you're just, why do you need to? Why are you paying? Why, why was there a bidding war for a movie that you guys didn't want to make? Is is this where Judd Apatow met Leslie Mann? Yes. Does it's, anyone know was, that? Is she was. Where... He he was doing the stand-in reading basically for uh, uh, I think Matthew Broderick. Oh, okay. Um, when she was auditioning. Did they, because, wait, are they, like, are they I, an item? Did they get together? Yeah. They're very, oh, they're very, you, yes. you mean the, the person who plays his wife, who plays his wife in every single one of his movies? No, I didn't know that. With his kids? I don't, I don't follow yeah. a lot of uh, Patow's yeah. career. I didn't know I, that. I, I, I think Not Leslie Mann man. is really funny, especially <laughs> um, she is so beautiful around this time. And <laughs> I I, uh, I really like her work, but she kind of has just become rele- relegated to playing Judd Apatow's kids moms in Judd Apatow movies over sure. the last 20 years. Well, so let me just give you the whole whole rundown now. Good, so good this movie starring it. Matthew yeah. Broderick, Jack Black, Leslie Mann, and most importantly for our purposes, Jim Carrey, who was in a movie two weeks ago and we're watching this. The way we moved here was via Jim Carrey um, from uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless, Mo- Spotless Mind two weeks ago. We mo- Anthony moved forward um, Actually, against... Actually, technically, Alex, it was a dual move we could have done it because we were also David Cross, I think. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Counts double. Oh, well, that would have been... This would be important if I'd wanted to travel out of here via Jim Carrey, since we say you can't go out the way you came That's in. Right. So and then it would have been like, we, we, we should have said the other one. Um, but we... So uh, Anthony picked something on the, on the side of, of evil, and then Ezra used his power card to move back to Eternal Sunshine, move via Jim Carrey to this movie to help me out. Um, the movie also, in addition to those stars, has guest appearances from David Cross... Bob Odenkirk, Janine Garofalo, Andy Dick, Owen Wilson, and Ben Stiller. Um, well, and also Kyle Gass. Kyle oh, yeah, Gass. He's in there. Kyle Gass. He, he looks there. at a book. He yeah. looks right. at a book. Doesn't get to do as and much, but he's excited. Eric to look at a book. Roberts. Yeah, yeah, Eric Roberts. Also, is a lot of yeah. Batman. He was in yes. a few of those Batman movies. A lot of people hanging around yeah. in this movie. Um, very, uh, very fun uh, supporting Janine cast. Yeah. Uh, although it does make it kind of weird to move out of here. Also, of that list, I did show. I've done a show with Janine Garofalo. No one else on the yeah. list, but oh, neat. So we could yeah. jump to that show, is what you're saying, or we could jump to yeah, the yeah. Show if you want to go to a, a rule, yeah, yeah. Bridgetown 2016 stand-up show that well, I hosted. That'd be a great we movie. Do that. Yeah. Um. All right. So for those of you who've not seen the Cable Guy or you've not seen it recently, um, allow me to summarize in my classic five-point micro summary. Starting now, Steve has just moved out of his apartment that he shared with his girlfriend and uh, into a new apartment of his own while they take some time apart. But as he's getting settled in, the cable installer shows up and is a little awkward. Steve offers him a bribe to get free extra channels, and that causes the titular cable guy to decide that they are going to be best friends, whether Steve likes it or not. At first, he's just an intense friend with no boundaries. And if you don't but then if you don't want to hang out with him, he'll turn off your cable and bribe you in the middle of your movie date with your ex-girlfriend, and if you are nice to him, he'll buy you a prostitute and make you scramby eggs. <laughs> after Steve's, after Steve decides to friend break up with the cable guy, cable guy turns full manipulative stalker, beating up Steve's girlfriend's date, Owen Wilson, in a bathroom, which never gets addressed ever again, sending uh, Steve to jail on crimes he did not commit and making Steve's mom say nipple in public. Well, later. I mean, he did commit those crimes. He he did accept stolen merchandise. Yes, he did. In his house. He, he did, did 
in fact commit those crimes. He was not. He's not really framed yeah. so much as yeah. he did do a crime and got called out on well, it. Well, we don't have any. We don't know for sure that those were stolen, right? This was. Yeah, like, we do. Yeah, yeah we do. Ignorance of the law I'm, is not a defense okay. for breaking the okay, law. Okay, but that's not ignorance of the law. You can't. Like intention is a part of a lot of laws yeah. and accepting stolen property. If you have no way of knowing it's stolen, if you're told that it's a gift, seems like it's pro I'm not a lawyer. No, you would that's, still people still get actually incorrect, Alex. Yeah, 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 you're you exactly still get arrested incorrect. for accepting even if you don't know also, it's except stolen. He said, no, please take this back. And then he, anyway, he, yeah, he also not, had a giant party at his house. With this all is the ridiculous. Stuff, you know, the, he's also uh, an architect. He's got money. There's no way in the world he was going to be convicted of this. Um, but he does go to jail over the weekend, and then his mom does say nipple at a party, all because of the cable guy's manipulative ways. Mm-hmm. Um, later, the, uh, he turns, he goes all the way to 10, and he kidnaps Steve's girlfriend and ties her up to a big satellite before trying to commit suicide, missing, and then totally getting away with everything. And that's the cable guy. That's the cable guy. Yeah. What is your guys's? Guy. I have, I have <laughs> two questions for you guys. One, mm-hmm. a, one is a two-part question. One did you guys know medieval times existed before this? Because for a long time, oh. I thought this was only a thing in the cable guy. So I didn't really? know it was a real thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely. Well, so I went to there was a not branded as medieval times, but there was this exact same thing in the in the um, castle themed uh, hotel in Las Vegas. The Excalibur. Excalibur. That's the one I went to. Excalibur. And that's where I've gone. And it was exactly like the first part of this. Not the part where they got like two people from the audience got to go up like fight. That, yeah. But everything else like this, turkey leg, Pepsi from a goblet. Yeah. You're supposed to yeah. cheer for your colors uh, night. The 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 serving person looks pissed off, but also has to say some old timey words like it was exactly like this. All right. And then my second question is, what is your guys's favorite? Because Cable Guy belongs to a genre that was very big in the late 80s. Through most of the 90s, right? The crazy stranger comes in and fucks up your life genre. Mm-hmm. I was wondering Give if you guys had any other favorite. Uh, well, single white female. Uh, fatal attraction. The hand that rocks the cradle. I don't think I like um, any of these. Nope. I don't like this genre. Yeah. I just don't. Yep. Uh, there's definitely, but there was a lot of these that were made around this period that Cable Guy is like, Cable Guy is basically a satire of those films right yeah yeah um and i and do it's, think it's kind of weird because that genre doesn't really exist so much anymore that yeah that is interesting kind of falls flat it is really interesting where, to me that it like started as a what about bob genre which is just like annoying person with no boundaries comedy and then every oh. time they rewrote it they made it more and more like darker and darker and darker and i did not like what about bob i found that very annoying and i found yeah. the first part of this where he's just kind of no boundaries kind of annoying but as it got the darker it got the more i liked it and one thing i really liked about the structure of this movie is that it does start out silly and it just ratchets a darkerness and i thought that as a way to do a comedy i thought that was very satisfying and very fun yeah, fun fact about what about Bob? Uh, my dad only likes two movies: <laughs> uh, the Lonesome Dove TV movie, <laughs> and uh, which does have Patrick Stewart in it. So there's a little something for me too. Yes, yeah, so you guys have some crossover appeal. And then, and then, what about Bob? Those are the two movies that my dad has seen and does like. I think he's. I think he saw like one other movie. I think he saw Along Came Polly, and he didn't like that, so he stopped with. He stopped with movies. Shout out to Carl, my father. He's not listening. 
Well, this is interesting. This is like people saw your face last week, and now we're getting a little piece into your peek in your childhood that your yeah. appreciation for movies did not come from Papa, no. Don- Papa Donaldson. That's somebody nah, else. Dad does not like the movies. Not a big That's fan. That's interesting. Somebody just being categorically not a fan of movies is fascinating. Yeah, when I was in high school one time, uh, we rented Napoleon Dynamite because um, I was in high school. Okay, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you were required and, to. And we put it on, and he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't even get fifteen minutes into that movie before I mean, he was just you, like, he was like, like mad. If he was like, like angry. If someone doesn't like moving pictures as yeah. an art form, I'm not sure I'd be like, well, let me show you the fourth movie you've ever seen, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. That's, that's a that's weird fair. jump. That's a. I big did not have for the him. wisdom for that, but also to be fair, I just wanted to watch Napoleon Dynamite. Right, I knew right, he wasn't going to like it. I, I knew think- he wasn't going to like it. I mean, also, just given the fact that he's a dad, I feel like you should have shown him Godfather Part 2 or something. Like, there's ways you could have gotten... He probably him. would have been mad about that, too, though. You, I don't well, know. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have gotten the story without the first one. But That's true. You could have showed him, you know, a movie uh, Saving Private Ryan or something. Dad love that. The October. Oh, my yeah. God. Thank you, Anthony. Yes. Yeah, if you're dead, if we ever have to hang out with your dad, have to get to, if we ever get the privilege of hanging out with Papa Donaldson, we're going to watch Hunt for Red October, and he's going to love it. Getting Carl on this show would not be possible. <laughs> it would be impossible. I would have to. Inst- I would have to go to his house and set up so many things. All right, all right, fly. great. You heard it here first. If you want Papa Donaldson on, we're <laughs> we, starting a, a Kickstarter for hey, it. Hit up the Metreon, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we can get some money to fly me to my dad and yep. set some and bring shit up. A mobile for him. podcast kit. Yeah, but and also a a, a setup where he can. I'm assuming he does not have a blu-ray player ready to go if we're he's lucky this... this guy has a phone okay <laughs> you know what i mean mm. that's where he's at um if i can pitch my favorite uh like wacky friend ruins person's life um i think cars uh, qualifies as this uh with mm. I, I i went to uh, i found on the tv tropes loony friends improve your personality uh trope uh and um yeah this is in the not scary version of it uh Interesting. where you get a larry version of the cable guy uh, who is friends with uh, Owen Wilson also. Um, and so mm. uh, there's a way for it can go well if they're both cars. Well, I really like cars. I think that's fun. And also, I, you know, I'm not a big Larry the Cable Guy in other, in other situations, but he's kind of he's kind of well, fine in that. Yeah, he's a oh. tow truck. I like it. Larry the Cable Guy is actually amazing in that first Cars movie in terms yeah. of like a voice performance from Larry the Cable Guy. It's, it's actually a very, very good performance. Well, it's perfect because yeah. he doesn't, he didn't grow up talking like that and that's not his actual he's he's doing a character and so it makes yeah. sense for him to be doing a Larry the Cable Guy character on a cartoon. I always assumed yeah. that he, that was oh, him. You haven't heard no that story? No, that's not him. Yeah, he was like he was is like he British a, actually? Is he British? <laughs> Most actors are secretly British, but no, he was like at like a rich liberal arts school and then he started calling a radio station and doing this character, Larry the Cable Guy, and then it like took off, and now he just yeah. lives that for the rest of his life. You can find a lot of stand-up of him not as Larry the Cable Guy from wow. early in his career. So he was really worried he about the guy. Um, I think, like, yeah, so I guess there's, there's some trivia tidbits about, like, um, uh, I guess Larry's maybe representation being worried, like being connected, I guess, with someone on this movie and being like, man, you're ruining my guys, the Cable Guy. <laughs> like, with this. But Larry won out. Which cable guy is it? <laughs> um, I do like the cable guy more than I like Larry. Um, wait, sorry. We also, it's always fun to know people's real names. Daniel Lawrence Whitney. Um, that's yeah. who it is. Well, at um, least there's Daniel a Larry in there. Yeah, there's a, there's a Larry Barry, Barry in there, but Daniel Whitney, um, we'll call it. There's something, I don't know if you guys have enjoyed this uh, delight, but there are some 
there are some famous people where like knowing their real names feels mean. Like, like if if somebody's talking about Marilyn Manson and you're like, oh yeah, Brian, Brian, Brian like, Warner, yeah, oh, Brian, Brian. Like, that feels like so disrespectful to him that yeah. I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah, I, I'm sure there are others, but just calling him Brian, Brian. just cracks yeah. me up every time. I mean, that's the same way. Um, I've always felt that way about Kid Rock. His real name is Richie. Like, oh yeah, old Richie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Him. Yeah, I guess his first name isn't Kid. <laughs> is it? <laughs> no. Is it Richie Rock? <laughs> No, his last name's not even Rock. Richie no, Rock. So, Richie Rock. Somebody you don't think he would have called him Richie's Richie Rock? Last name. It's Robert Richie is his Robert name. Richie, you yeah. know Kid Rock grew up in a palatial estate in the yes. suburbs of Detroit. He did not I did grow know up that. And I do think it's, it's very yeah. funny that this is like a genre of performer is like, I'm going to pretend to be poor. <laughs> like that's like a legitimate career move. Stolen valor of being poor Stol- is what exactly. it is. It's being poor, exactly. Um, I also I do know that he was previ- he was pre- previously known as Bobby Shazam. Oh, which that's a great one. Just stuck with that. Awesome. If I ever end up on a talk segment with Kid Rock, I'll be like, "Thanks, Bobby Shazam." Nice. <laughs> That'll be a nice nice dig. I think also Bobby Shazam is probably up for grabs now. If you want to grab that, whoa. <laughs> Oh, as like a name, not as a domain name. Yeah, yeah, oh, you could be Bobby Shazam. Is available, <laughs> but um, yeah, is there who else would be? Um, I don't know if anyone else is like as mean to say as like calling Marilyn Manson Brian, but I do. Um, I mean, I but like speaking of like so like people who get like you know canceled and become like kind of pariahs, I really appreciate like one of my favorite things. Like one, calling Marilyn Manson Brian is. You know, it's really fun to do because that guy sucks. I really feel the same way with people calling um, J.K. Rowling just Joanne is something I've started doing the last few months. Just Joanne. Yeah. Stop respecting you as an artist. I call you your first name, and that feels Joanne. (laughs) Just how I want to respond to everything she says. Uh, It's just it sounds really mean, but all you're doing is saying the name. I'm so glad you you guys were able to go on this with me because I didn't. yeah, I wasn't sure it was clear what I was going to say, but you guys did, a, <laughs> did an awesome job running with that. Um, I really liked this movie, and I can tell that you yeah. guys didn't. And Hunter, hey, re- I'm, previously... I'm with you. I uh, I was also... I went yeah, in yeah. being very panel. apprehensive. Thank God. The split um, panel! I think... It's gr- split I don't panel think is my movie... favorite version of the show, because otherwise it's always gang up on Alex panel, and this one is a better <laughs> You've never agreed with anyone, Alex? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, I've never agreed with everyone. I, yeah, just right. occasionally some people are on my side. Please, Anthony, Here's please. What... Thank you so much. I've never I... wanted you to tell me why a movie's good as badly as I do now. Well, I I, I, I did enjoy rewatching this movie. One, I'm, I'm surprised it's a comedy from the 90s. There's very few things that are just like outwardly like disgusting. Yeah, uh, by modern day standards, it's a fairly yeah. tame movie in terms of like who the subject and ire of its jokes are. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's punching up instead of down all the time. Yeah. Like the I think the, Jim the Carrey, Ben Stiller tie, like the 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 runner of Ben Stiller as the celebrity murderer, making yeah. fun of the Menendez brothers. Like the satire does seem generally pointed up and not down, which yeah. is so rare for a '90s comedy. And like 
Jim Carrey, I think, is really giving. I mean, Jim Carrey earned his twenty million dollars. He did, he and he didn't movie. have to. Like that's no, the yeah. thing that this was a Nick Cage kind of performance yeah. where it was like you could have phoned this in and you did. Yeah. There's a there was. I'm not a. I don't even think I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan. I don't. I don't know. But he. There are several things where he makes just fascinating choices. Um, there's like he's like sliding down the side of the satellite dish into the puddle. Where he was just like, I don't know, there's something about just like he threw his whole body into this physical slide down in there. Yeah. And the, oh, the crashing into the door as seen through the um, peephole. Uh, yeah, the dream sequence. Just, yeah, the dream sequence where yeah. he's like running down this weird hall, making these gestures, throwing himself into a door and falling down. Just the the yeah. dude put in 100% for yeah, sure. If anything, I think Matthew Broderick is kind of miscast. Like, I think if. Oh, interesting. If Ben Stiller had been the lead, or even like if Owen Wilson had kind of switched place and been the normal guy, I think this movie would have been better. I do think in watching it, Matthew Broderick is kind of the weakest link in this movie. I didn't. Um, this, very- this is a problem with with a straight man in a lot of comedies right. is that he has so little to work with. Your thing is being ner- like nerdy and scared, or like. But also, he's yeah. not likable. He doesn't do. No. He, he he's not he's not like a good guy. He's actually pretty mm. shitty with his girlfriend. Like he, I don't know. He just regularly yeah. says stuff, and I'm just like, I just don't care about this guy. Yeah, That's I think if you switch yeah. Jack Black and him, this movie is ten times better. If well, Jack Black I, was the main. I feel guy, like you got oh, me Jack with Black Owen Wilson. Straight guy. Yeah, you. I think cool. you got me. I think Jack Black with, with Owen Wilson with Jack Black. It's. Too many wacky voices at each other. You can't have him and Carrie doing voice I want voice. Wacky. That'd be an awfully wacky scene. But but Owen Wilson would be an interesting one where he yeah, and and definitely a few bits of writing where we could have cared about him more. I could have bought that. But um, yeah, I just think as like sort of a a satire of this sort of like genre of movies. Um, I think it's a very well made film. It's short. It's a very breezy ninety minutes. Yeah goes by very fast yeah you can't I be mad at a 90 Carey minute movie really carries this um, I, I, uh, one there were several things that like genuinely made me laugh that i'd forgotten about and the medieval times was one of them where he was just like when he's pushing his front you got to hang out you got to hang out you got to hang out and then he's making it a surprise where they're gonna go and he says the best restaurant in the world and then it's medieval times and he fucking loves it he knows the speech yeah. he's like into the whole thing it was just a very fun surprise for me Janine Garofalo is really, really funny in that scene. That she's good. like, dude, come she's on. Like, awesome just- in that scene. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's I, real good in that part. And the like the 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 as far like for the scene where uh he's like manipulated all of the family and they all love him and they're they they're turning on the main character, which is a staple of this genre, having that scene be them playing porno password. And Matthew Broderick is the problem for not wanting to say dirty words with his family. Yeah. Mm. It was a very funny. It was very <laughs> funny. I, I liked that scene a lot. I didn't necessarily find it funny, but that was my favorite scene because I just felt like it had the most like tension in it. But I okay. didn't know. I didn't yeah. really. Yeah. I don't think funny. any of this is funny for me. But yeah, I can appreciate it. Was was, I, I feel like and, you know, all of this is all like so influenced by like the mood you're in and who you're hanging out with. 
if my wife had not liked this movie, I would not have liked it. But she kept she she'd never seen it before, and she kept genuinely laughing. And I was so relieved that I didn't ruin oh. her night. Oh yeah, that'd be a good time. Because yeah. I was for sure that I was so confident I was going to ruin her night with this. But I was, I mean, I was going into it expecting to not like it. Honestly, That's and my I problem is I watched surprised. this one wifeless. I just yeah. watched it yeah. completely yeah. wifeless, a single mm. man alone in a dark room by That's myself. I watched this on the treadmill, uh, and so maybe that was also a problem. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I am. Um, treadmills suck. No, it's fine. I, I did watch this with my wife, uh-huh. who is currently uh, possibly dying of COVID, mm-hmm. uh, next to me on the couch. She did hate it. She did not have a good time with this at all. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and you still can liked she it. be on today? And I still liked it. I was still <laughs> like, yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. <laughs> I love that this is your comfort um, words. Like, like, hey, hon. Uh, I know you're not feeling well. I have the perfect thing. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so food. let me let me paint the scene. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My please. wife is dying on the couch. Uh, she is. I don't like this joke. Very, very just, there's just like a one in a million chance that this goes really wrong and it'll be yeah. bad. Yeah, I know, right? Knock on wood, right? Uh, no, I mean at worst <laughs> she never gets a sense of taste back. Right? It happens. Yeah, um, that's true. But so my wife is sitting there next to me. She's been very very sick all day. I'm like doing my best to take care of her. Um, her and I have spent the day like six hours watching Dawson's Creek because oh. it's just like oh. a good, yeah. simple yeah. chicken soup for the soul type show. Yeah. She's been slowly rewatching it, and we just got sucked into a very long Dawson's Creek marathon. So we're watching that, and I remember I got this podcast in the morning. So I was like, all right, baby, uh, I need to, we need to take a little break from Dawson's Creek. We need to watch something else. She's like, what was that? I went, oh, it's the cable guy. Yeah. So, sick as hell. Just immersed in Dawson's Creek. Take a hard pivot that is into weird. the cable guy. So, I, I think like, it's more of yeah. like the dissonance and the sickness and the stuff he had. She just really reacted to this movie in a way I was not expecting. Uh, Did you see, Anthony, I'm sure you saw this this week. There was somebody who got um, the play date, that little black and white oh, yeah, yeah. Craig video game. They got um, the movie Inception playing on a play date as just the thing they I knew that. awesome, would piss though. off the director's intent as much yeah. as anyone had ever done with a movie. Like right. the guy who's like, you could only see movies in theaters. He's they're playing it on a small black and white hand cranked video game. I feel like watching six hours of Dawson's Creek before this is the emotional equivalent yeah. of watching mm-hmm. Inception on a plate. Like this is as far from the mood that Judd Apatow expected you to go into this movie as you could have. Oh yeah, for sure. This is not what Ben Stiller wanted. This um, is not what Ben wanted at all. Um, so, Anthony, you've been talking in the last few weeks about how much you're enjoying Ben Stiller's directorial uh, Apple Plus show. Severance, and, yes. Severance. And uh, how did you feel about the directing of this, given that? Um, I thought. I mean, I think it's pretty solid. I think that he was definitely trying to do a very across-the-plate sort of workman-like comedy here. There are some fairly inventive scenes. I think it's really fascinating because kind of like watching this and Severance has got me sort of thinking about Ben Affleck, not just as a, a comedic star. Ben Stiller. And, right, Ben Stiller, yes. Did I say Ben Affleck? Ben Stiller, yeah. yes. But Ben Stiller as a director is so such a weird arc to his career. So he has Reality Bites, which is right before this, which uh, is also a movie I'd be very curious to see how that holds up. I mean, but Reality Bites was this 
you know, big, also a huge cult hit. It is like the quintessential Gen X movie. I think it's probably very annoying by modern standards. Um, but it has a lot of deals with a lot of like these same type of people. This is obviously a dark comedy. Then he's got the two Zoolander films, uh, Tropic Thunder and a mm. uh, bunch of like TV stuff. Right. And he has like the secret life of Walter Mitty in there, which was like his prestige Oscar winning movie that everyone just flatly rejected. Uh, but yeah, I especially think coming off reality bites to this, uh, yeah, it's, it's such an odd tonal shift. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think his directing has definitely gotten better as he's gone along. I think the direction and severance and the style of that show is really, really high quality and looks amazing. Um, but yeah, I thought him directing this, it was it was a weird choice. I'm very curious what attracted him to this material. Um, this was you know, between him and Jim Carrey. This was Jim Carrey at like the height of his career. You know, Midas touch, everything he touched turns the gold. This is two years after, you know, the the incredible 1994, which is probably still the best year any actor will ever have. Right. Uh, in terms of like, it's kind know, of interesting because those are so much less dark than this. And I also yeah. like it's an interesting turn for why Jim. I mean, obviously, obviously the money. But other than that, what would attract <laughs> him to this script? Yeah. Um, and. But I like I did see somebody mentioned on probably just Wikipedia that it was like this was sort of a bridge to him to doing more serious movies like Eternal Sunshine. Oh, yeah. Um, And this was definitely like I think him wanting to stretch himself a little bit, getting paid 20 million for what is such a dark, weird role is a very weird bet. But I mean, this guy had the everything he touched was turned into a massive hit. At this yeah, that point. is also possible that so, he just didn't. He thought whatever he was in would make a billion dollars. So it didn't matter. Yeah. I um, mean, this is his like the co- closest equivalent of like Will Smith choosing Wild Wild West over the Matrix. Right. It is right. like they're just on fire. Everything they touch is like this huge hit. Then they finally make this really big movie and it's just completely Craters yeah, and that's interesting. It, you know? um, one last thing I will say about this, and I'm going to move on, is just that uh, Siskel and Ebert, uh, one said that it was great, and the other one said it was terrible. So split panel all the way. That's like yeah, that's yeah. what this well, movie is. It's a split panel it's show. People. Split panel movie. Um, but let's not. You know what? Two people don't like it. I think we've said more than enough about this movie that it's not that important in the world. So let's move on. We got plenty of other things to do today. So let's jump into segment three, <laughs> the master list. Can can Ezra at least say one thing about the movie before we move? <laughs> Do you want to? I mean, so here's the most interesting. This was this was a I wasn't. I felt like I was supposed to like a lot of Jim Carrey stuff more than I did. I guess at that time, right? Because I saw it. You know, I feel like in theaters and 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 you mm. know, I, I didn't like Ace Ventura as much as I felt like I was supposed to uh, compared to Friends. I liked. Like I liked the mask, I liked uh, Dumb and Dumber, uh, but this one was just like, oh man, I, I'm not, I'm not having fun. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think the most interesting thing about it was knowing that it was um, Judd Apatow also, because I think this is actually about like, like male friendship and like the the problems, I guess, of like actually being open with someone. Yeah. Because if you like, if you put it in the rest of Judd Apatow's like oeuvre, like later on, it's all about like how can dudes feel comfortable like being like friends. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of interesting. Where it's like, it's a weird. I think like. The most interesting, it's not like a comedy for me. Like, this was much more of like the 
like medicine doesn't have to taste sweet kind of uh, kind of thing where it's like this is mm. interesting that um, him trying to explore these kinds of themes and and sort of like seeing like like what's the I guess like what's the what's the what's the problem I guess like can you actually like it's just, you know what just it's hard for adult dudes to make friends I think that that's that's, that's mm-hmm. my lesson <laughs> this one. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 well they do you got you know there's there's a lot of trauma behind it keeping us from being friends with each other because of that yeah yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's super interesting. There's also something that I've been thinking about since I watched is like we have, you know, we still have like internet people who come out, but because internet is like there's three companies that run everything and it's very uniform about who you get, it really isn't the same. Like it is this movie, I'd be curious to show this to like a young, um, like millennial or like a 20 something now just to try to explain to them what cable guys will like yeah so like so these I was, people I, we used to invite in a house they would work for the small local cable company yeah uh and they would they were always kind of weirdos i mean i you know not besides like one giving them 50 bucks to like you know get cable i always heard cable guys were really great people to get drugs from as well because oh, you know they just had a lot of drugs on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they would get <laughs> so I, I will say, I think you're mostly right because most of the time you get a new apartment, you're like, you call Comcast and they just turn it on, and it's just already there. But we got when we got fiber put in to our apartment, it was a guy, and he was here for like eight hours because he had to go up a pole on the other side of the street and run an individual line from the pole across the roof of our building over in the side drill hole through the wall to get the thing in um that is now letting all the ants into the house and um anyway and he was like he was here for a long time he wanted to chat a lot and he also was repeatedly telling me his main thing that he wanted to tell me over and over again was how good he was at this every time he did a new piece of it he'd like he'd tie some wires together he'd be like man the next person who comes out here to repair this gonna be pissed off at me for doing such a good job like dude was <laughs> prideful of his ability to install fiber into the house so it was it felt like the closest thing that i've had in the last 20 years to a cable guy type cable guy and he had a <laughs> drill hanging on his belt and he like he was doing all of it he was tra- he was very similar okay. wow that's that's wild that exists I have two other things as we move on for it one yes Pretty much all of Jim Carrey's predictions when he was on the satellite were true, which is very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah I thought that was interesting. Too. I, yes. I played Mortal Kombat with a friend in Vietnam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, You're going like, to be right, surfing the information superhighway. Your phone and TV and and uh, internet are going to be all bundled together, and you'll be yeah, you'll be shopping playing, from home, shopping from yeah. home, and playing video games with your friend in Vietnam. The only part of that that's not necessarily true. Not, I'm not making as many friends with those people that I play video games with. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, just friendship is still hard. It's um, not a good place to make friends. Video games, no, not like podcasts. <laughs> it kind of is. I just, I'm not. Um, and the other really last thing, uh, no, so there's a novelization of this uh, where Judd Apatow does get a writing credit on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's a couple things that are pretty interesting from that. I think where one, um, uh, okay, Owen Wilson's character is named Ray. That's not that interesting. Uh, but also, like, there's a part where like Jim Carrey's like you know uh, has a spider on him. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like laying he, on his back, talking on the phone. And a spider crawls across his face, and he doesn't flinch. Yeah. So he's hiding in um, Leslie Mann's like, uh, like I guess like the ducts of her house, about to abduct her, basically, uh, and kidnap her. Oh. That's why he's like. That's why he's like in the spider place. Um. Also, it seems like it's implied that actually, um, the cable guy was the one who killed um one of the bro- the twin brothers. 
the menendez um, brothers yeah yeah, yeah 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 um because he wanted to make friends with them and they didn't um, um i was wondering about that because i it definitely they showed it so often that it seemed like it had to have at some one of the drafts it had to have a tie-in yeah so i think that was that was well, that, i mean that is ahead. the one thing about the movie like i get it didn't work for you guys and i i think that like as much as this movie can work for someone like it did for me and alex i think that where this movie sort of falls most flat for me is in one is like what it's trying to say, especially again, living in a world in which who the fuck still has cable right anymore. And like mm. this idea of what cable and like being a, raised by television and an obsession with like this movie has a real sort of nasty take towards uh, like us watching trials on television, reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. reality TV stuff that has just become more and more pronounced, right? Like, yeah, if they the the things in this movie that are like being like their fake TV shows and their fake ads for TV shows look tame by modern standards of yeah, what absolutely. actual reality TV yeah. looks like, right? And the idea that like, oh, at the end of the day, like fucking what we need to do is we need to like destroy the cable and then people will pick up books again right it's very like <laughs> how did, did that not crack a weird you up message at the end when the cable goes out and a guy just looks over to book and is like wow and starts reading god that was funny yeah. that was so funny it is i, I, right. I did not understand the tone of the movie because i thought that was yeah. the, i thought it was making a point so i didn't even know that was definitely funny that. that was definitely I mean, a joke it did not even sort of make me laugh. In fact, that was one of the parts that most frustrated me. Was Interesting. Like, why? Like, I, I, I just like if I don't trust the tone of the movie, it's very hard to read whether it's totally. no, 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 you're laughing right. time or and not I, laughing th- time. One of the reasons why I don't like, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not hurt. Like I showed you my my prize uh, possession, and you guys were like, "That's crap." I could definitely see how this movie would miss you. There's no, like, I have no issue with that at all. And I do think tonally it is very strange, and that's why it missed most of america in 1996 right and i think it's sort of like napoleon dynamite that like if it catches you in just the right moment it might be the best thing you've ever seen right but i can uh, totally understand why people are frustrated by it um and is not carl's favorite movie carl do i remember that right his name is carl yeah carl. but he's never seen the cable guy and he never will no i don't think he probably. should um but here's my question if you were to rank the cable guy in the season five master list of quality greatest movies of all time one through 15 this being our 15th movie, where does this fall for you? Can I can I make a suggestion where for me this falls? Yes. Uh right before Apollo 13. No, um, no. I I would honestly I I think that the cable guy, for me, looking at the list of 14 other movies he watch, I think that we had been using the life aquatic as sort of like the line in it which really like, yeah, yeah. good movies for sure. of above this, bad movies below this. I would say, I think Life Aquatic has been working hard and is about to sit on the bench because Cable Guy should be a new line of like Does this is the bottom. This floor. is above Steve. No, right, no, right below, below Steve. Right That's below Life Aquatic. So that this way, I think that is a good barometer because even if you guys who don't like this, I don't think you would say this is like an outwardly like bad movie. Like it's competently made, it's put together, it's got big <laughs> stars in it. Um, to me, this is like even if you so don't like Anthony, it, I think your number is ten. Baseline, yeah. Is that where Life Aquatic is at? Life right Aquatic is currently nine, so that would put this as okay. ten. 
right now, currently in 10th place is Hard to Be a God and then PJ and Soylent Green. So it would be above those movies, but below Battleship yes. Potemkin, In the Cut, and The Life Aquatic. Um, Here's the problem with doing these as averages is I think you're exactly right. And I think both of them are going to be more negative. So do I have to say something higher to over to like average this out? I think we should honestly, you guys think this movie is worse than life. How to be a God transformers. Oh, I definitely think it's, I I definitely think I liked hard to be a God better. Not saying it's better, but I definitely liked hard to be a God more. I liked PJ a lot more. I I like, I like PJ similar to this, but hard to be a God was just so awful. Hard to be a God owned. Uh, and, uh, don't you remember hot Werner Herzog for like two seconds? That's on its own. On its own. Like like that's with me. It's like unwatchable. This PJ movie would also. have been way better with the Werner Herzog cameo. Like it oh. just makes sense. Yeah, it would have made Herzog a lot more shows sense. Up as, as, as like a competitive cable guy. Oh, sure, that's dad, a good idea. Could have been the prison like, uh, roommate. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm, I'll go first because I I feel like you you want that maybe the negative people to go first so that then the positive people can adjust. Um, well, no, Anthony fine. just gave it too fair of a rating. That's what I'm worried about now. But oh yeah. Um, just, I mean, just to get my my fair rating before you guys say yeah, anything yeah, go ahead, go ahead. is I think this is I, I think similar to Anthony, except that I would put it ahead of Life Aquatic. Okay. I would say the tone problems in Life Aquatic are worse and the like things that make that are cringy and don't hold up are much worse. And the funny parts on this are funnier. So I think the right place for this is nine. That's the actual fair rating and anything else will be frustrating to me. Um, so now now ruin this with your negativity okay so uh yes i will uh i'm trying to decide if i i think i would put it above soylent green because Mm -hmm. pj was interesting enough and the ring gag thing gave me so much joy (laughs) Uh, and that 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 i liked the ring gag probably more than any frame of uh cable guy and it's one single frame that gave me a lot of joy whereas i i just didn't I just did not connect with this. And this is not even the first time I've seen it. I've seen this movie before. So, I mean, it's not like I didn't come into this movie like blind. I came into this movie having watched it before and been like, oh, I just don't I just don't I just don't like it. Um, it doesn't the movie doesn't make sense to me as in I it kind of feels like a movie that uh, the people that are making it are all thinking it's a different movie and no one really knows exactly what movie it is. Like Matthew Broderick, at, at every scene he's in, it feels like he's not really sure what he's supposed yeah. to do. Um, and I feel like Jim Carrey is doing exactly what Jim Carrey does, which is it's very impressive. But I've seen it a million times. And also, I have a I think I have a bias against that guy unless he's working with like a director that can kind of rein him in. Um, I just don't I've never like when I was a kid, I loved it, but I I just don't really find him uh, very amusing. Um, I do so- not. I'm, I'm going to quote Tommy Lee Jones and say that I do not <laughs> sanction his buffoonery. Yeah. So that puts it at 12 for you. That's below PJ, above Soylent Green. Below, yeah, yeah, because Soylent Green was so bad. I almost wanted <laughs> to put it, but it's, uh, Soylent Green was just a, what a disappointing movie to watch that was. Ezra, where do you rank? Can I go, can I go last? Like, yep. for, like you are like, going not, last. Not, That's not, currently not, not what the, is happening. If you speak now, it is last. Wait, wait, so then tell me, tell me your numbers. I'm not, I'm, I, I, swear, I won't game it. I won't meta it. I'm just curious. So Anthony said 10. I said nine. Hunter said 12. Okay. So, um, and so tell me, so from Apollo 13, what are the, what's the <laughs> <laughs> Apollo 13 is currently fifth, the best movie ever made. And below that is Michael Clayton, Battleship Potemkin, In the Cut, 
The Life Aquatic, Hard to Be a God, PJ, Soylent Green, A Girl with Character, and then the worst movie that's ever been created, The Transformers, the movie. Uh, okay, so this is weird because um so a couple of these i wasn't actually there for the rating on right so i wasn't there for the rating on in the right, right. or like aquatic so actually yeah this yeah. is something that makes it weird is when the ratings are bad like the cur- there are several things yeah. on here that don't actually make sense yeah, like so- in the cut should be number one yeah yeah <laughs> okay so here's in the, the thing. cut should probably be higher yeah the, that's true the closest mm-hmm. one that i can get to i think i'm feeling good about this actually um because like i i do agree that hard to be a god uh is more fun and, and weird than this um but- what uh, but literally but nothing thing. fun happens in that movie that movie is if you took a movie and you were like <laughs> oh because of union rules we're not allowed to have any fun that's what that movie is I wanna re- hey, so I so awful I liked Hode to be a god as well yeah, I'm also hard- in the camp I think Hode to be a god's a good science I can't wait movie. for us to watch the 2013 Hard to no, be a god no. as well we I'm are resigned. doing it um, <laughs> the reasonable thing for this for me actually um, is between Michael Clayton and the cut actually um, because I oh. disliked, uh, I think, to, like I, I, I did not like uh, the three below it. I guess uh, so much. Right. So I'm, I'm totally fine putting it there. I think. Um, Interesting. So, but okay. So, Wait, so you're the in- highest ranking. Yes, yeah. That- oddly enough, I'm the highest one between Ezra? Michael Clayton and In the Cut. Those are yes. six and eight. Between that is Battleship Patiampkin. Yeah. Where yeah, do you no, put this so compared above, to those? Above Patiampkin. Above, above Patiampkin. Yeah. So yeah you're like because it was less Russian seven. propaganda. Which oh, was that's a true. plus for me. That's a good point. Hey, that yeah. that hey, I'm not <laughs> arguing. Don't take that for nothing. Um, I well, yeah. What a fascinating turn of events. Um, yeah, I did not expect this in a million. Years. <laughs> Ezra, I don't. Well, what are well, you doing? About this, you groaned. You yeah. groaned at the beginning of this <laughs> look, episode. You just audibly groaned. I, look, I, this is the only fair play. Like I'm, I if I was, I wish I could put it high enough to put it above Apollo 13, but I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, so, I, so here, this is okay. So we're all being honest, and this is what he's not. He's not saying this is a good thing. He's saying the line of quality is higher than you guys are yes. saying it is because he didn't mm. like so many of the movies, right. which does an interesting thing. So the total of that is thirty-eight divided by four is nine point five, which means this is officially the tenth best movie of all time, below the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou and above hey. Hard to Be a God, <laughs> which is pretty much where Anthony and I yeah. is like right around where Anthony and I thought it should be. Um, it works. The system works. So yeah. The it system works. might work. I mean, it requires Ezra to be bananas, but if be Ezra, Ezra, that's fine. I'm going to be Ezra. classic Ezra. Yeah. Then yeah, it does work out. So this is officially the tenth. The cable guys, the tenth best movie ever made. All right, a um, little bit more I think business before we everyone go. Everyone involved with this movie would be happy about that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think, so I, think, too. I, think yeah, yeah. I think Judd would be like, "Thanks, guys. That seems fair." Um, <laughs> a couple more hours of business. Uh, so. That gives us a scoring uh, moment. Oh, scoring right. update. Beep, 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 beep. Um, it is five points to be awarded. Can't divide. No one can say no when you give them points. So first, before that, Ezra, do you remember the scores? I do. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, can you so please give us a score update? In second place, Anthony, three points, mm-hmm. I believe. In first place, Hunter, four points. Alex, four points. Ezra, four points. That is correct. Now, <laughs> that Ezra, you and, the I, day. you and I agreed to split the points for this movie because you were so kind as to set me up for it, just like I had for yours. So I am going to take my two points, and I'm going to give you two points, and then I'm going to give Hunter his fucking point back from Battleship Potemkin what? that I never no. wanted, and I told him not no. to give it to me, and he did it anyway, and now you're getting it back. Oh, my God. You can't say no. I just can't, like I couldn't say no before that we've set. Yeah. That is the rule. 
So I got two points. Ezra got two points. Hunter got one. Ezra, what does that do? Can we get a score update, please? Yes. Uh, Now in last place, Anthony, three points. And second, uh, sorry, second to last, Hunter, five points. Also second to front. Second to front. Second second place is where I'm at. At at the Life Aquatic line. Um, and, uh, And then tied for first, Ezra and Alex. At at six points, very interesting game. So now it is my turn to pick this week. And we had potential for a constitutional crisis this week. We talked about this a little last week after the air, but this was time for a constitutional crisis because I am choosing the next movie. Oh, yeah. And I got to pick a new movie that I wanted to be my scoring movie. Based and I could I had both of those knowledges at the same time. So we had we had discussed. Do you guys remember where we where we settled on this off the air, Hunter? What's your memory of where we were at when we were discussing this last week for the rules? Can I, I choose a movie and then move right to it? Um, I mean, the game designer in me says that that that's lame. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the the uh, uh, that is just up to you. You know what I mean? Like a kind of like uh, if you want to play that way, you're welcome to. Mm. Anthony, what's I, your I think feeling? The, player, the players should fix it. Like we should just exile you for this, essentially. <laughs> right. Well, so that's definitely an option. Yeah. Um, is it's a it's not a rule, but if you do this, everyone hates you, and then they will gang up on you. And since this game is basically impossible to score unaided, you do need to be more of a a, a builder of constituencies. Anthony, as a video game player, more than a tabletop game player, how do you feel about that as a rule? Um, I, I, again, I thought it was pretty dirty ball if mm-hmm. we were going to do that. I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I suggested that in rules like this, you should get to pick, you obviously getting to pick the next movie. That is un, undoubted. Mm-hmm. I think you should not announce what your next movie is until next week's episode. So, so, so I, I'm allowed so this to play way dirty pool. But I could. I'm not going to tell anybody if I'm playing dirty until next week. No, no, no. You can't. You can't announce. You basically so that this way that whatever movie you pick for us to watch next does not mess up or does not allow oh, so you. I should an pick even a new, You're saying that I should be forced to pick the new movie without picking my goal movie. Yes. And then and after then that's over, I pick movie a new goal movie. That. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's um, what I. So that's the same thing as just that's the same thing as not being able to pick your own, basically. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, can I chime in on this also? I'm in differently. Yeah, please ask. Uh, I guess I'll say uh, I'm hoping you won't, because in part of like the side agreement, we were saying that you would possibly reciprocate with uh, with uh, Princess Diaries. So I'm yes. hoping you would still honor that. But well, I don't, so it's in, weird in about Princess case, Diaries because y- your turn to. The, the time to pick for you yeah. is unknown. We have no idea how long from now. So well, did you have a theory of how I would set you up for Princess Diaries here? Yeah, you pick Princess Diaries next directly. Oh, that was that's an option? Yeah. Oh. And then you'll also be one step away from taking a felon. One, two, three. Yeah, that, that was my whole point of Princess Diaries. where Because yeah. it, it is the midpoint between, um, between huh. these two movies. And so it's a scoring move, and also not even that. It's it, it's uh, yeah. So right. So next Hunter would have the chance to um uh to do taking Pelham one two three plus. I didn't realize this. Um, Ben Stiller's dad. Or, yeah, we have a Ben Stiller parent and a Matthew Broderick parent in taking Pelham one two three. Whoa. Wow. 
I mean, I knew Jerry Stiller, obviously. Yeah. I, who were Matthew Broadwick's? I, I don't I didn't know. know this he, is was, a... he was um like a second generation actor too. Because Hollywood is a true meritocracy. James Broadwick right? has nothing to do with who your parents are. It's all just luck and talent that went out. So, so yeah, this, this is, is we're traveling by we would we would in this theory we would travel by Jeff Mikowski. Yes. Who's Interesting. That? Yeah, so that'd be a scoring he, move also. Um yeah. interesting. Which, to be fair, Alex, you know, keep in mind, Ezra did use his he used one of his his codes. The precious, precious to baby get cards. You here, That's plus true. he used his his turn to get set you well, up. So I will okay, but but we I picked Ezra's movies movie first. I picked I was the one who gave him his scoring movie in exchange for him agreeing to pick my movie next. Wow. And then you ruined it, Anthony. And so I feel like largely <laughs> this was the completion of the deal. Yeah. And there was a I, I believe, at least as I understood it from our text, Ezra, that I was in principle agreeing to help you get to this later, which is my general philosophy that I want to help people get to stuff. Um, right. As Hunter can attest, I was texting him yesterday about trying to get him get to his movie, which I would really like to watch. Um, and the problem is he picked a movie where the actors are not in a lot of other movies in English, and it makes it very difficult to maneuver um, there. It's like it's going to take yeah, yeah, three I, of us working together at least. I'm like a cool, sure Michael, a cool, interesting movie is what yeah, I did. I'm pretty sure Michael Clayton set him up real well with that. It actually yeah. did. Yeah, it um, did. Uh, Alex, not that it's legally binding, but can I introduce into the record the text please. messages? Yes, please, please, please. Okay, so I said, uh, so April, uh, April 21st, Point split if I can get us to Cable Guy? Of course. Um, yeah. I just remember I could have uh, set up Cable Guy instead of Internal Sunshine. Chose this because it seemed more ethical, and now I greatly regret it. And I say, no, yes. it's cool. I got you. Also, would you pick Princess Diaries after? And mm. then um, you say, wait, so you can do it in one? I say, yep. And then you mm. say, oh, shit, Anthony oopsied. And then you say, yeah, 100%, though I'm not excited oh, okay. to watch it. So... Um... I, I consider that to be legally binding. Okay. I do not remember that. <laughs> I had forgotten it. I spent a lot of time trying to pick movies last night. Wish I hadn't. Could have skipped it all. Um, here is my... I'm going to tell you. So I think that, Anthony, your rule about picking my new movie later is the same as just outlawing picking the next movie. And so I don't know that we need to make it more complicated. So I think first we take a vote on whether or not you can pick your own movie. And it can be that version of it. But it sounds like... Hunter, you're for yes, you can legally pick your own movie. The rules do not forbid it. I definitely think you should be able to pick your own movie. I mean, that was the original idea of the game. No, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, pick a new goal movie that you then immediately move to. Okay, yes. I think that is a little dirty ball. But so but dirty versus illegal. Are we making a rule against it? So so yeah, uh the the here's why I think that this is this should be player enforced and not uh via rules. Mm -hmm. Uh because uh freedom the way that we're playing lately means that let's say yeah you can't announce your movie until next week well what's the smart move you just pick one connected to taking a pelham one two three mm -hmm. and then we just end up in this ongoing never stopping and i mean i'm counted out of it which sucks uh like just kind of just pick the next scoring movie. Loop. If everyone yeah. is scoring every week, you can just continue to build the track in front of you. So we've actually discovered a much larger problem than we're letting on. 
I well, think. I think the one thing that I think mitigates that a as a point. problem for the game is that as far as I can tell, no one is interested in scoring points towards winning. Yeah, I think we like point scoring for the fun of having points, but I don't think anyone's trying hard to win at any point. Yeah. So that's, that's a little player enforced too. But I think that's a fair point. I there's a couple of new games I've found here. I mean, one thing when I was trying to pick a movie for tomorrow when I forgot that I had texted Ezra about this was <laughs> that uh I wanted to I I am kind of curious to see taking Pelham one, two, three, except that Anthony um did evil towards me. And so I can't in good conscience help you get to that movie right now because you hurt me for no reason. And so it just feels <laughs> Hunter's making YouTube faces That's again. for it YouTube. Just, it just feels wrong uh, to help you with that. But if I already agreed to help with us, not that I want to watch that movie, but um, guys, it's going to be good. It's above the line. Ezra, are you so Ezra? You how do you feel then? It seems like we're generally in agreement. Dirty pool, but not illegal. That's that's where I'm at because I, I cool. think I like the idea of someone seeing like you know this is technically possible, and then we see it, we, we we respond to it after that. And if I, we do it, it'll be drama, and people I, like drama. I think my thought on this was that. It should definitely be legal because it should be part of your thinking when you make an agreement so that I made the agreement with Ezra to split the points on this movie, knowing I get a free score next week. So I give him two, I keep two, I give one to you, I get five points next week. And yeah. that that's a thing that I could have known when I was making negotiations or and Ezra could have foreseen that and said, but if you do self pick the next week, mm -hmm. you owe me half for that as well. You owe me two from that as well. I think that could be part of the long term negotiations. So here's my thought process. I would like my next movie to be an animated film. Mm -hmm. I thought that would be really interesting because I love animation mm -hmm. and my possibly one of my favorite movies I've ever seen uh, is the fantastic Mr. Fox. And that was my first thought for what my next movie should be. That movie has Owen Wilson in it. And through yeah. not in intending to self pick, I would have then set myself up to pick that. The problem is my wife and I just rewatched fantastic Mr. Fox like three weeks ago and it mm -hmm. was a delight, but I don't want to watch it again this week. Like right. we just saw it. We just, and we right. loved it, but I don't want to see it again this week. Yeah. yeah. That's too many times. And there's too many movies I haven't seen to watch this movie twice in a month. It feels a little ridiculous. So I was thinking about what other things I would want to put in animation. The, another animated movie that I loved was uh, the Lego movie, um, which I have not re-seen since I saw it in theaters, but that's like one of the most like walking out of a theater with pure delight uh, feelings. And I still would like that. But what I've settled on for my next goal movie and this is a little bit strategic, but is mostly based on a thing that I want to see is the 1999 animated film Iron Giant. Mm, okay. Oh, that's a good one. Because that's an animated film that everybody considers to be very good and I have not seen. And it's You've been, never seen the Iron Giant? No, we've talked about it's this. A very you, good every movie. time you tell me I've got to see it and it's been sitting in my queue for months now and I just haven't gotten around to watching it. So this is like... So as as Hunter and Anthony have both shown, um, you can have different sub goals within this movie game. Mm -hmm. And one of Anthony's is to just watch really good shit. And Hunter's is to like make the game hard by watching interesting fringy movies and getting everybody emotionally invested just, in his journey. I, I just want the games to get stuck somewhere. Right. That's what I that's all trying I'm, I'm trying to, to drive us off like a cliff or something. Right. Yeah. right. So different goals. Um and Ezra's trying to score points and then do bad things with them uh, <laughs> or wacky things with them. Yeah, wacky, anyway, not evil. The, oh. the idea my original pick with um the cable guy was it just seemed like an interesting time and place and a different and a thing that I'd be interested in revisiting. But I, now I want it to be something that I am kick, kick in the pants to watch a movie. And here's my strategy here. I know Anthony likes this movie. 
Well, so it'll on, mean yeah. that when I score points, it'll be more fun because Anthony will be on my side like we did today. You're learning. And also, Anthony will not be as ten- tempted to hurt me again because yeah. he actually mm. wants to watch this movie. So my yeah. new movie, I, Iron Giant. I do want to keep awesome. in mind, I you keep saying I did evil and mm-hmm. I did I did you wrong because I chose yeah. a very, very good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed my that My standards well, no, this, for good movies and just to me and your standards for good movies. There's a bit of overlap, but there's also yeah. a wide canyon in certain places. If you keep saying I do evil, I will show you evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are movies I, you, have you to do not this. want to see. No. You do not want to see. And I will make you watch them. <laughs> oh, jeez. I will That's do that. the game. Yeah. That's the game. Look. look uh, you haven't seen, you you haven't seen Audition? Me. You want yeah. me to get us to Audition? Audition. Alex? You did you seen Raw. The game, not in the movie I had to watch. I thought the movie was pretty good. But I think you you were set up to help me out in the game part. And you care so little for the game that you chose to watch something that would be fun, but you um, you chose to hurt me. Still, you chose to do. All I'm saying, in the Alex, context of the game, if we're playing Monopoly and you're like, I flipped over the board so I could serve you spaghetti, it's like, well, yeah, okay, I like the spaghetti, but in the context of Monopoly, you have done me wrong, guys. Speak I don't want to watch devil. <laughs> Speak of the devil, and he shall appear, Alex. I'm not is all I'm saying. For that. What be I said careful. was, I thought if I picked a movie that was really good that you that you're, that you really like then you would be more tempted to pick it if the situation arose without guaranteeing a deal ahead of time. So Um, I love this because the MCU is also at a middle point as well. Right. So like Vin Diesel is is voicing the giant. Uh, So we get some Groot and we can get you to um, uh, from from uh, From uh, happy together. Yeah. From Shang-Chi. Uh, well, I, I, right. I did notice that. I don't want to watch anything from the MCU if I great. can avoid it. I'd rather watch Audition, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, here we that's are. good. You um, say that, Alex. I, I honestly no don't think you would is. rather watch Audition. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you would rather watch an MCU movie. That's very possible. I don't know I what it is. Lo- but I, just, I would love to hear Alex talk about Audition. I that probably don't want to. Okay. So then for what we're going to do uh, next. Um, so I... My least favorite part of this game is when it's my turn to pick and I have to spend like an hour looking at IMDb pages and cross-referencing actors. And so after stressing about this a lot last night, <laughs> I was like, I can't get to anybody's movies cleanly. I can't help Anthony. Uh, I can't help Anthony for moral reasons. I can't help Hunter for physical reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to go through each of these actors and just pick the movie on there. <laughs> what movie from each of their IMDb's that I actually want to watch? Oh, wait, I, forgot I, I, I thought I thought you could get to Princess Diaries. I thought that was the whole. I, I did not think through it. I or forgot about things. that. So my list was. I just want to say really quick what I was thinking. I could. I might pick is Janine Garofalo did a voice in Kiki's Delivery Service, which oh. I would love to see. Yeah, yeah, that movie owns. It, yeah. So that, that movie would be does great own. fun. I, I mean, I w- I would like to finish all of the Ghibli movies. I, mean, I think I've only watched three or four, and we just went to the Studio Ghibli exhibit at the uh, uh, Oscars Museum here, and the Oscars Museum sucks butt cheeks but the studio leagues it was pretty good um the os the new oscars museum you guys they advertise during the oscars the new academy award museum is just a bunch of tvs hanging from the ceiling playing different clips of movies it's the lazy it's the stupidest it's just like the one part of movies that i could already do elsewhere is what you're doing in this museum that costs forty dollars it's so stupid they do have the uh, one of the sleds, um, but other than that, the rest of it sucks. 
but we watched the studio went to the studio ghibli exhibit and it was really nice and made me want to watch kiki's delivery service for sure and all the other ones i haven't seen um we could also through owen wilson have gotten to the french dispatch which is a thing that i watched when it came out and was just unbelievably delighted by and would love to watch again um through matthew broderick to keep on my animated things I could go to B movie, which I have never seen, oh, but the no. internet is obsessed with. And I know it's bad, but I want to understand why Gen Z loves it so much. Can you just figure it out without watching it? Can you figure out the B movie? I haven't I, yet. And then also, Janine Garofalo was also in Ratatouille, which I haven't seen in a while um, and is one of the best. And I would love to watch Ratatouille again. Um, but instead of any one of those four excellent times I could be having, given Ezra's... Uh, receipts that he was able to produce of how i felt a while ago i'm gonna move us to princess diaries via jeff mikowski yeah yeah i don't want to do it i am doing this under the assumption ezra that we are splitting these points yeah man the receipts yeah um why don't i in the receipts you just read i don't think i said oh and you'll give me half the points I mean, yes. Or you give me your two points we we stop saying half because you can't do half so two yes you get you'll give me two for this and um, I promise I'll only use the rest for some chaos. <laughs> anyway, that's what we're doing next week. So we're going to watch. The, um, I, after all of this work where I found four movies I'd love to watch. Instead, we're going to watch The Princess Diaries. Have you seen it? No. Have I? Did we watch it for this podcast? Never for the podcast. I would have remembered. Interesting. No, I, I, I love this. I, I mean, like, look, this is the movie I tried to go to, I think, American Pie. Uh, but I wasn't old enough, and they caught me, and so I got to see this, but it was still good. <laughs> I mean, I would rather watch this than American Pie, I believe. Um, I don't think that holds up great. Um, all right, so that's what we're doing next week. Before we go, we got to do... We got a really fun mailbag this week. I do a little bit of mailbag, so stick around. Man, I really feel like we watch Princess Diaries. What else? What did we watch that I'm thinking of that is not Princess Diaries? Because we didn't watch that. I don't remember. We did watch a movie with young people in the UK. What was it? He is before your time, Anthony and Hunter. All right. Anyway, back to work. Okay. First, uh, I do want to say, actually, this is funny. I forgot this is somewhat related. Um, so at Discordian Stooge on Twitter, that's one of yours, Hunter. It's one of your friends. Oh, hey. Friend of your pod, what, the Stooge, says, you guys convinced me to watch Michael Clayton tonight, and thank you, uh, which is cool. Also, I just wanted to point out that Anthony's voice has always reminded me of David Zayas. He played Angel in Dexter and was in this de- was in this as a detective who told Michael about Arthur's death. So a <laughs> voice in Michael Clayton sounds like Anthony's voice. I didn't ask because I didn't know that we were talking about this, whether that voice sounded hot. So is, hard, I would like to know that. Hard to tell. Oh, we'll I have like to find out. Dude. Um, I yeah, I like that. Anthony too. One of the things about being on, uh, like doing stuff on TikTok, there's the number one game TikTok kids like to play is you look like this person. Every video is you look like this person. And, uh, I don't, I do get some, I get a lot of sound alikes from that as well, but they can also see me. So I don't know. But anyway, I get Seth Rogen a lot that I sound like Seth Rogen. Not that I look like him, that I sound like Seth Rogen. Well, you, uh, do you guys hear it? Constantly high. Yeah, so, well, no, actually, a lot of people big laugh. Uh, frequently they say like uh like on probation Seth Rogen or like like uh peeing in a cup Seth Rogen. Like I sound like Seth Rogen's lame friend. I don't know. Um I get versions of that a lot. Okay. 
Anyway, I'm curious who else we all sound like. I will take those um, uh, podcasts at read-weep.com. All right. And now, last order of business. We have a new meat buddy we have to thank. Um, a new new meat buddy who's also an old meat buddy um, who's been um, who's a meat buddy back 2015 to 2017 and has rejoined us now on the Metreon. And in fact, might be the longest listener of the show. Has been listening to us since episode one. I guarantee it. And I... Oh, uh, I thought you meant like they were just like... They were a very tall person, and you described decided to call them as long, the longest Seven listener. That's the longest long. amazing, yeah, the uh, very long person. That was uh, record. I, I'm, I'm stuffy with COVID. All right, my head's not working right. <laughs> I don't know what's going anyway, on. Anyway, Bill has been here since episode one. Um, since, um before Ezra left and came back and certainly before both of you joined I left and came back multiple times. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, Bill has also uh, appeared on the show. Bill, because um, Bill is a friend of mine in real life. Um, Bill uh, was on episode 73. We watched the Star Wars holiday special together. Ooh. Mm, remember that. Um, and also Bill had a recurring character back when we did more of those characters. Um, Admiral Compost. Um, anyway, also just just top tier good dude um and uh very happy to have him back he I decided he's to, very long <laughs> long dude. longest dude emotionally long, long is that dude. good yeah he also um insisted that he had even though i didn't get the email apparently until may 1st it, he said he subscribed as of april 29th so he technically gets the guilt-free oh perk. nice, nice. good job bill nice work just under the wire everyone else after this has to suffer but you are guilt-free thank you don't worry about it at all it's totally chill we didn't we didn't need your money um also he said i've met ezra and anthony in person exactly once uh each so i'm sure you don't remember that um lastly but bill asks as a as a new returning meat buddy if you all could please say a few things about my performance on the show as if i'd been continuing to host since episode 73 <laughs> that would be awesome so this is a performance review for bill from portland who has been on the show every week since episode 73 of the Star Wars holiday yeah. special. You, it, you know, in basketball, there's a, a term called the sixth man. Yes, yeah. of course. You know, yeah. like the the guy uh, who's not man. on the court. Yeah, isn't there, like a, the isn't there a court. fifth beetle? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, a sixth man yeah. movie where you're a ghost. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That was, like, that was like the ghost who helped the basketball team. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. Let's, let's use the Beatles, right? We all know. We're the Beatles of podcasting, but we couldn't be here without our own George, whatever his name was, the producer for the Beatles. George, the guy who was, was it George Martin? Was that his name? I George think it Martin, was. Yeah. But yeah, you're the George Martin of this show. You Absolutely. Did, you did the Yellow Submarine soundtrack equivalent for us. When Alex comes in and he's like, I want you guys to sound like this, but he can't describe it to the musicians very well. You're the guy who comes in and explains how the chaos is supposed to sound, right? You're yeah. the backbone yeah. of the show. Yeah. Uh, McCartney has said on two occasions that if anyone was the fifth Beatle, it was manager Brian Epstein and producer George Martin. So one thing we know about McCartney, yeah. not a big counter. Not also, great. Harrison had two other fifth Beatles. So, um. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Harrison said the fifth Beatles were Derek Taylor, the Beatles public relations manager, and Neil Espinel their road manager turned it, business executive. You no, know, it's like the Seattle, like the 11th, what is it, like the 12th man, 11th man? Like yeah, the, 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 yeah, 11th man? Anyway, football. One yeah, more than there's on there's a football There's the stadium team. one where it's yeah, like, it's, right, the it's the extra and the crowd, it's just all, cheering. Yeah, yeah, all together, that's always the fifth. I thought the fifth Beatle was Ringo. I thought that's a fifth Beatle. <laughs> no, I think it's the fourth Beatle. 
Oh, I thought the no, fifth no. Beatle was Ringo. Like, didn't quite the deserve fifth, any credit, but John Paul George and Ringo. I yeah, think it would John be pretty Paul insulting. George. Man, if we ever get a well, band, no, there's John Paul George and Ringo. So that's fine. No, there's John yeah, guys. There's John Paul George Ringo and Steve, the guy who replaced Paul when Paul died in an automobile right, accident right. and took over that's, his life. That's Paul's the two people. Right, <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. weird about this. Paul's but two different people. Everyone knows I that. I tell you, if we do a bad job on Bill's thing, we do feel double guilt right now. So maybe we should no. like actually like no. not make this about no. no. It's, it's no. Bill. Do you know that's, that's double guilt works? Too? Yes, it's Bill for everyone. Better, so just, you don't get to no. decide. No, it's not genuinely Do you not know how religion works? May. <laughs> no, no, clearly not, Anthony. Yo, Bill knows. For thee, Bill not knows, for me, okay? Specifically, this was guilt for not donating oh, for so no, long. We didn't say all guilt is double in May. Now, maybe we should have been more clear. Maybe we accidentally set a rule that applies to us, <laughs> and we have to live with it because it's part of the rules now. Damn. But geez, I don't think I'm prepared for this. Yeah. Um, also, sometimes people referred to uh, original Beatles drummer Pete Best <laughs> as the fifth Beatle, or bassist Stuart Sutcliffe, or keyboardist Billy Preston. So it's oh, funny. I think Bill's a Billy Preston. Oh, okay. You oh, think he's the keyboardist who we do? He was great. Take on tour. Yeah, so good, Billy Preston. You know, I'm I'm old. I'm hardcore Beatles. That's, that's Alex. That's that's original. That's original theme song. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, but I didn't know he's in the Beatles. I like Billy Preston. Billy but... Preston to everything. Um. He's the only non-Beatle musician to be given credit on a Beatles recording at the band's Whoa. request. On the single, 1969 single, Get Back, was credited as the Beatles with Billy Preston. Um, yeah, the, he's he's heavily featured in that um, that uh, Apple documentary. Oh, no, the yeah. Disney Plus documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Deal about when he shows up and how they all love the guy so much. Well, that's cool. Okay, well, I think, yeah, I think, Bill, you are the, I mean, you have the same yeah. name. You're, you're the, the Bill from yeah. Portland Preston of the show. Um, you certainly were, you, you know, you were there for us when we were, when we were working on the podcast, and you will be there when we break up. What and era? you might actually be a better musician than any of us. Yeah, I probably. That. I oh, suck. for sure, yeah. I suck. <laughs> I, I can't even sing. You hear me singing earlier? Oh, yeah, not, not a hot voice is what I, oh! I got from that. <laughs> oh! um, <clears throat> that's me singing. Uh, mm -hmm. It just sounds like I'm screaming. It was good. It was good. Uh, yeah, good, good riff. What like Beatles era are we in? Like the show, you know what I mean? Like where are we at? Oh, like, what man. Beatles album are we in right I now? I think everything we're putting out sounds like one of their best ofs. That's how good we are. That's where we're at. The podcast. That's not an. Whoa, that's not like an era. That's like after they quit. The best of era. That's like so we're in the era where like the record, like the the what do you call them? The 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 suits are yeah, just the making fifth, money. The fifth Beatles, yeah, yeah. The suits, yeah. Era. All the all all the suits are just like repackaging the stuff we used to do and selling it to people. You know what I mean? You know like, what era yeah, we're, we're no, we're in the. We're in the era when we're trying to scrap together enough money to buy the rights, but Michael Jackson accidentally comes Hell in yeah. and buys one. <laughs> Hell you know? yeah! What was the era where the license of music, where um, Paul McCartney switched all the credits to have his name first because uh, Lennon was gone? That's where we're at. We're at that era, but who's McCartney? Who's Lennon? You know what I, I mean? Think we're still riding Chris and Tanya's coattails, is what I'm saying. But we've like written uh, them out of the history. We're doing it without oh, him it's now. It's a podcast full of Ringos. That's what yeah. I thought. Right. <laughs> Ringos all the way down. All the Ringos of this podcast. <laughs> we're just some four Ringos. 
you guys you guys joke but i would love because alex if i think we might be the beatles in different stages because alex is still clearly living in the non-drug using clean yeah. cut bowl cut love you do era. yeah I, yeah. yeah, I would love to see Alex, you know, spend some time in India, get really right. into dropping acid. Right. Um, with some gurus, come back. Come back with a big mustache and floppy yeah. hair. Um, what's the, I what's can't the, wait yeah, for that Wasn't there one where they were the like, podcast. somebody was in a hospital bed the whole time they were recording a record? That's where we are. Are you talking about when John and Yoko just like laid in their bed yes, and wouldn't get out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my, Are you talking you don't about hear when her Kanye broke his jaw and wrapped through the wire? Because that's Kanye West. That's not the Beatles. I, know <laughs> I was thinking about that. Yeah, no, it's different. No, I, but I, I haven't mentioned this because she doesn't. She's she's kind of shy. But my wife and I are in bed currently, and that's where I do the podcast from. You know this if you're looking at us on YouTube. Is that my wife's been here this whole time? You gotta check it out. It's worth it. It is. It's. It seems like a boundary should it's, have prevented it. But. It is. <laughs> No rules on YouTube. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we did a great job, Bill. And I think you've done a great job for all of these episodes. Great job, Bill. Bill you're, you're great. So, I do remember Bill, meeting you. It was so delightful. good. The fifth, so good, Bill. I remember Bildle. meeting you, too. The fifth Bill. Um, we appreciate Bill, all You are the foundation that this podcast is built on top of. The rock we, that I excellent. built my church on. Yeah. We all agree Ten. about that. Tens. I'm seeing tens. <laughs> Wait, was that the score? <laughs> your score is 10, oh, it's 10. Bill. You're seeing 10s oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. No need for improvement. Already you, might also, you might also be a basketball ghost. We have no idea. It's yeah. very hard to tell. Yeah. Um, also, you got out. That's smart, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, you... Uh, are, wait, are you, did you break oh. us up? Did he Yoko? Did he... Is he the oh, Yoko wait. of the podcast? He just, he just got in, did a good job, and then got out. You know what I mean? Like, oh. then that stands forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, we have to be so, here yeah, every right. week. Yeah, we he had re- good weeks, we had bad weeks. Game, well, it was still good. Bill just came in, nailed it, and got out. His <laughs> legacy one take is Bill, that's what we call him. Yeah. yeah. Um, excellent work. Well, okay. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for donating. You don't have anything to feel bad about for taking the time off in between. Everybody else who hasn't donated, double guilt when you join in the month of May. Patreon.com yeah. and search for uh, for, for Rant Weep, or you can go to Metreon.com and go right there. And we really appreciate everybody who supports the show. That is it for the podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back again next week. Next week, we'll be talking about the, the Princess Diaries from 2001, starring Jeff Mikalski. Um, if you have any feedback for us, you have any rules you'd like to litigate, you have some decisions you'd like to uh, have a second look at, or if you have a vote on which of us is the Ringo of the podcast, you can go to podcast. Send us an email, podcast at readweep.com. We really love hearing from everybody. Uh, thanks to all the meat buddies. Thanks to everybody who listens. Thanks to you, Ezra. Yeah. Hunter, good talking to you. Nice voice. And Anthony. <laughs> no, that's hot. Anthony, good talking to you. Uh, it's great both to you, be guys, here. you and your wife feel much better shortly and that you do keep your sense of taste around. I hope so too. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. We're waving to the people on YouTube. Bye, YouTube. Bye, YouTube.